All right, all right. Welcome on back to Off the Back Fence. We're back again, same week. Here to talk all things sport. Well, mainly football, rugby league. Coomsey, mate, you're back again for the second time this week. We we usually start off by saying how was the weekend and whatnot, but not this time. How's the week? How's the work week treat you? Flogging me as per usual. Start of the month always. Well, actually, it's end of month anyway, so anything finance related, we're just flat out. So just getting in reports and whatnot. Yourself? Um, I'm going this tomorrow is my Friday as I'm going for a wedding this weekend. And I'm just starting to realize I haven't worked a full week, a full five day week since Australia Day. Tell you what, that must be nice, eh? Like, <laughs> I, 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 would, I would love The only time I was due to work a five day week is I had to have a day off because I got um, shit, shit in my eyes. So I had to go to the doctors for the day. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. We've, we've just worked out like. We got we've got a we've just RSVP to a wedding in April and it's going to cost us an arm and a leg to get there so we'll be driving I think that'll be the first day off I'll have on the Monday coming back from a wedding so holy jeez anyway mate we're back uh, we've got another five teams to review plus a little bit more sporting news that's happened since the episode dropped on Monday tonight we're going to review five more NRL teams uh, we've got the North Queensland Cowboys. The New Zealand Warriors, the Cronulla Sharks, South Sydney Rabbitohs, and St. George Illawarra Dragons. So I don't know if you figured out how I've done this, but I've sort of I went odd numbers on Monday night and I've gone even numbers working oh, our way up. Yeah. I was I at first thought we were doing it by the table order, then I realized wait a second, the cowboy Cowboys finished below the Titans. Um, yeah, so yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> I thought I'd mix it up anyway. Obviously, next week's drop will be the Raiders, Roosters, Eels, Storm. So top five. Yeah, the top five, and we'll finish off with our beloved Broncos. For 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. We, well, no, no, no. We're going to limit it. We're going to be good about it. But tonight, mate, we're going to talk about those five teams. Any of those teams that take your fancy, I'll let you lead it off and pick one. Fuck it, let's just bash on my dad's team, the St. George Illawarra Dragons, to start with. Right. Where do you want to start with that? Because they're, they're an absolute they're dumpster a fire. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They've just, they're just, I can't, my thoughts are it's going to be a long season. Hook is, Anthony Griffin's a very good coach. Like, some people might laugh at me when saying that, but I actually do believe a good coach, unfairly treated at his, both his time. Penrith wouldn't be where they are without him right now. I'm going to be on the opposite side of that because with a team like the Dragons who have been lacking a fair bit of confidence over the last year, Anthony Griffin is not the, not the sort of bloke to inspire you at the halftime break, I wouldn't imagine. That's why I've seen te- – no. like that's why teams had dropped off in the second half of games when he was at the Broncos or the Panthers. Like you're right, he did build up that Panthers side and maybe it was a hard taskmaster that he is as a coach. But, yeah, I'm not too sure he was the right appointment for the Dragons. I think they needed to go somewhere else, whether they stuck with Mary, but I think his basically the writing was on the wall with him. A lot uh, of big losses for him, like Ewan Nakin, Tyson Fazell, Josh Graham, and a couple of like young guns, Jordan Saab, um, Tristan Sims, son of, son, of, son of Dell, international Dell. We're still on that train um, to get into Brisbane. Yeah, still on. Get him, um, get him up here. 
one of the Sims brothers. I'm presuming Corbin. I'm not too sure. I know they had, like they've picked up Jack Bird and Andrew McCulloch from Brisbane. Uh, you also forgot to mention Cameron McInnes. Obviously, he was oh, signing with the Sharks. However, yeah, should, now he's done his ACL, his ACL. So, so he's gone. Yeah, yeah. If anybody wants to get the very best understanding of a Dragons fan, go to thesportress.org and read the latest article from a guy by Matty, Matty McPee. He's a, he's a Dragons fan through and through. If you follow him on Twitter, nicest bloke. But, my God, he has summed up the situation at St. George Illawarra as, yeah, very heartbreaking. Or as my, my dad who just um, – I think he just doesn't – I think he's just given up on watching him for a year for another year. He's moved over to <laughs> AFL, hasn't he? Or the Reds? Oh, no, the Reds. He, he just moves over to the Reds for as soon as he sees they're not having a good preseason. He just folds the towel in for a year. Well, to be fair, they had the charity shield on the weekend and got absolutely humiliated. I think, that's, I think that's the um, straw that broke the camel's back this year for him already, and that's hard. That's hard that, to say in a preseason game. Yeah. Well, that's it. I I don't factor in. I don't factor in trial games too much. I'm gonna, I'll touch on it in the news. I didn't mention it off mic, but I will mention that in the news. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not giving the Dragons too much hope this year. Unfortunately, it'll be. I think I don't know how the squad is going to respond to Griffin and the fact that the business of letting go McInnes, who, who would probably be the New South Wales hooker, if a bloke by the name of Damian Cook wasn't in, in the league, he'd be the New South Wales hooker. But the fact that they let him go on the same money they paid for McCulloch just screams there's something wrong from the top down. Yeah. So uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, yeah. That's that, that's where it's going to be sitting with me, mate. Where you got him sitting on the ladder this year? I've got him sitting 16th. Like they're going to be going last. So it's yeah, it's like I can't see any positives. It, Anthony Griffin's obviously trying to get back the his glory days of the under twenties Broncos, and good luck to him. But they're not the same players anymore. Corey Norman's too busy getting caught on Instagram drinking. Andrew McCulloch hopefully has a good season as comeback, and Ben Hunt, as someone described him as Mister Sensitive, is he able to lead a team around? Well, I, I I'm I'm a big fan of Hunty. I was a bit upset when we let him go to the Dragons. Like, obviously, you secured We're the still bag. Still for that. Yeah. Well, obviously, our hangover with that, and like, just the thought of your million dollar hook uh, halfback going into hooker two. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. I've I've put the Dragons as fourteenth. I've I've given them a bit of hope. I feel like there's two teams that are under one of them being Sea Eagles, or probably the other ones in the list for tonight. But yeah, I think it's going to be a long, long season for the poor old dragons. Anyway, uh, next storyline for the storyline for the storyline for the year for me would probably be a Cameron McInnes like come back very, very early. He seems like a bloke that would put a lot of effort into his rehab. So I, I think that would be a good one. Either that or Griffin gets sacked after half a year. Mine would be Jack Bird getting on the bench for the New South Wales Blues. Not a bad take, actually. He's probably due. He need, like I think he's had a good off season. He's he did have he did have good off season. Yeah, he did. He oh, did have I a good off season. Have a good season. Yeah, I have I a great season. I honestly was I was I was in his corner at Brisbane to come through Ooh. and be here. 
Remember we had that argument with that idiot, the Cowboys game? Yeah, but they lost anyway. He was, yeah. yeah. Let's not talk about those, those clowns. Anyway, so that's the Dragons. I've got them as 14th. You've got them as last. So that's that's your wooden spoon. Mate, let's move on to probably one of the other intriguing teams of the season, and that would be the North Queensland Cowboys. I like them. I, I think I'm, I'm yeah, expecting big I'm things high, out of them. Yeah, I'm in high hopes for this season. Like Todd Payton, look what he did to the Cowboys, uh, Warriors last year. They're fit. This is the first time you, I think the Cowboys are going into a season with every player fit. Yeah. I think, well, that's the thing. The biggest Michael question Morgan's for- had a full off-season. Valentine Holmes has had a full season back in the league. Obviously, he had a few injuries last year, but he's back to getting away from that NFL style of running, which he had to learn while he was away yeah. for a year and a bit. He's back at fullback, which is still very, very debatable because I still think he's the world's best winger on his day. Yeah, like I'm excited about the Cowboys. I think they've got the biggest upside of the year. Um, they, I think where they came, I think they came 14th last year. So like the, but they were in games for long periods of time. And yeah, they like, actually rolled it over. Well, the, I think the best game I saw was against the Knights in oh, their they new stadium. It. Yeah, the first half, I think it was bloody Jake Clifford had the ball on the on a string. Essentially, they were up twenty four nil at half. They obviously put the they they still won, but they let the gas off. But yeah, I I honestly think the Cowboys have got a lot of upside this year. Uh, they brought Lachlan Burr over, who followed Peyton from the Warriors, so he's there to help out. Um, Good another ball, st- still. They've got a lot of the talking point too is Jason Tamalolo taking less minutes. So I think I'm in the argument. It's like you can be productive in 60 and get the same workload if you play 80. I feel like if you play yeah. 80 in certain areas, like in certain roles and in the forward pack, you tend to get lazy in certain periods, whereas if you're fresh off the bench, still play 60 and punch out the same 200, 250 metres that Tamalolo is known to do. And it won't take such a big toll on his body. You've got, like, their biggest loss is John Asiata. He is a great stop plug. But yep. in saying that, they've had, they have a good back row stocks. They have a healthy forward pack when fit. Like, big, big loss in losing Gavin Cooper this year, but, like, They've got a young forward pack. Like, who's the young guy? Mitchell Dunn. Like, he's good. He had a pretty bad quote the other day about the scrums. I can't I can't quote it. It was really bad. Um, the other loss for them, like major loss, was Tom Opacek, who went to the Parramatta Eels. Um, another another hammer, get was... Hammer, give a hammer a full season in centre. Yeah. Well, are we, are we saying he's a centre? I think, think Scott, I'd put it... Scott Drinkworld is the number one. For me, he's the number one. Right. He learned from Billy Slater. Say he came through the Melbourne Storm system. Like, look what how good uh, Pappenhausen is. Like yeah. they've they've come through that same system, so they've obviously learned from Billy Slater as a defensive fullback and um, on field general. Yeah, because you need to give Jay Clifford a full year um, seven, even though he's going to the Knights next year. Yeah, I think that's the best option. You with my, Michael Morgan back at the six, that you got to have Clifford and Morgan at the seven and six. Drinkwater at the back, even if Valentine Holmes is your million dollar man, he's he's your best chance of scoring bulk tries yeah. on the wing. Put him in the hammer on one one side, and you'll have a 
you'll have an edge. You'll have an edge to rival the Melbourne Storms left hand edge. That'd be that'd be probably the quickest like edge in yeah. the comp. Uh, other get for them the surprising one, Jarvis Bowen, who was let go in two thousand nineteen. He's back at the Cowboys. So okay. yeah, he's, he's got yeah. pace as well. Yeah, so like they're pretty good. I don't know. I like the Cowboys. Yeah, like I said, biggest upside. I reckon they're going to improve immensely. Like Peyton is the best young coach in the league. Like the Warriors were absolutely fucking stupid to let him go, considering what he did with them last year to miss the eight in by the last round. And they still let him go. I think family played a big part of Peyton coming back to Australia, yeah. though. So it's a fantastic get. A fantastic get for the Cowboys. Mate, where do you have them on the ladder? I have them finishing six. Oh, that's an eight-place eight jump. Yeah, I see them like really hitting the ground running. Might have a bit of a drop-off at origin, but then finals time, they start climbing again. Right. And it, we, Queensland teams need to have a good year for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Well, um, I might have to do a reshuffle. Currently, I had him a bit lower. I think... Uh, have I talked get, you into this? No, I don't think you have. I'm still going to keep him in the bottom eight. I'm going to go 11th. I'm going to uh, go 11th because I reckon there'll be, in that, there'll be a, a quagmire in that section of trying to get that last position in the top eight. I reckon they'll be fighting for it. They'll improve, but I, I might have to rejig this. I haven't really thought it through, but yeah, it's. I think Cowboys will be right there. I think they're in the same class as the Knights. Yeah. Actually, no. Ninth. I haven't put them down as ninth. Cowboys at nine. That'll do me. They're above the Knights. They're better than the Knights. What am I talking about? Speaking yeah. of Todd Payton's former team, the New Zealand Warriors now, this is probably the team I'm going to think that gets – actually, no, I know they're getting the spoon. Oh, yeah. They get the spoon. Well, you- I, I, it feels like if they don't get to play at home or they don't have their families this year – there will be not one person in the rugby league world who will fault them for throwing the towel in. No, definitely not. I think after what happened last year, like they, it was tremendous what they went through last year to actually put together a season like they did. And credit, like we said, to Todd Payton. He got them through all that. He made it feel somewhat home. I know a, lot, a couple of players went home early. They're going to be fresh this year, which is a good sign for them. But the biggest, the biggest sore point for them is their new hire at coach and also off the field to Nathan Brown, who led the Newcastle Knights to their worst ever season and also probably the worst season in all teams in NRL history. Plus also they've got Phil Gould in an off-role mentorship role or something, like a football development operations role. I don't know. To me, it makes no sense. Uh, and it, it's just that Roger Tuivasa-Shek's got one eye on the Rugby Union World Cup in 2023. Yeah, like it's his last season. He's already said he's going to the Blues uh, in Auckland, so he's already got one foot out the door. And um, and like you mentioned, uh, we mentioned off mic, it looks as if they're probably having no home games in Auckland this year. It was just announced this afternoon that potentially it's not going to happen, so... Like that, it looks like they're going to be stuck in Australia again. 
that could change. Well, we don't we don't know what the travel restrictions will do. It could also mean yeah. away from families. Like it you would feel be tough. Oh, definitely. Like it's it's definitely not fair to have technically an international side in our national comp who have no advantage of playing at home. They could end up making the Central Coast their fortress. They could. But there's just this feeling that it's just not gonna No, it's just not it's just not gonna eventuate like Brownie spent is- too much money on forwards. Well, I think oh, the addition. No, I, I, I think the addition of Adam Fanua Blake and Ben Murdoch uh, Masilla are, are pretty good. They've also but then you've got, got Kane Evans. Like I think he's very overrated. Yeah, oh, definitely. Bailey Sirinan, I thought was a very good pickup from them. He was quite good for South last mm. year. Um, and you mentioned with the Dragons, they lost you and Aiken, and he came to the Warriors along with Marcelo to- um, Montoya. Yeah, like it's just, it's just they're nothing signings in a way. They're like they're filling yeah. the gap. And I feel like it's filling the gap because they sort of knew that this year could be similar to this year, maybe. Yeah. Um, like I think maybe Sean O'Sullivan might. Hopefully, he gets a run, at, an extended run. Mm. But I can't but, see. I, I see him probably going to end up being a number backup number nine. Yeah, like that's that could happen too. Like they're talking with the current injury to Wade Egan that t- Jazz Tavunga, who was initially not in a, uh, the seventeen for the team, is now probably going to be the starting hooker for round one. Yeah. Like and just the vibe that Brownie gave, not allowing the Maori players to go play the All Stars game, like that, I feel is a bad first step in a team. Whether or not that was a travel thing or it was a, like whatever it was, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it just stinks a little bit. I've got them coming last. I, I I don't. I hate saying it too because I don't wish a team to go poorly, but yeah. Yes, it's just too many things against them this year. And also the odds. Like, I've had a look at it a few times and it, it's actually baffling. They're paying $19 on the tab, 17 at sports bet for the wooden spoon. Like, fantastic value, I feel, because mm. it's not being talked about enough. But yeah, I, I I just don't I just don't see the Warriors doing that well. I, it was the same as last year, where I think a lot of people wrote them off, and they're like happy to be wrong. But yeah, I think this year too is just I feel the motivation is probably not going to be there, especially if things don't go their way. Whether they can travel back to New Zealand, um, having to live in that isolated bubble similar to what the Storm did, and that and obviously the Storm won it last year, but totally different circumstances. Yeah, and I think like the Storm, most of the players are Queensland based, so it was played in their hands very well. But and they were allowed to bring families with them. But the Warriors played what went nine, seven months without seeing family. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like it was David Fusatua, I think it was Ken Mamalo. They all left. They all left last year because it was just too much, and they the club accepted that, which is fine. But. Second time around, I I just don't think it'll be there. I definitely can see him dropping off again. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see with Brown, if Brownie can actually become a coach. He's he's the master recruiter. Like what he did for recruitment at Newcastle, obviously he got decent players there, but could not coach for the fucking shit. Yeah, I don't know. I've got him at sixteenth, mate. Where do you have him on the ladder? Actually, I've got him at fifteenth because I just I, they're gonna get plucky with a few wins. They'll play their Harlem Road trial football, and my like, no coach has been able to breed that out of them yet. No, 
Oh, definitely not. It's, and also, a fun fact I was listening today, they've never won the spoon. Even the years they've been bad, they've never, ever won the spoon. So the Broncos got a spoon before the Warriors, which is not nice. Heartbreaking. A little bit. Uh, next team I've got here, mate, Corolla Sharks. Yep, the old Sharkies. So oh. they, the Sharkies finished in eighth last year. They had the Raiders round one in the final. So we're moving into the finals teams now. Where do we – I don't know where to even start with the Sharks. So I just don't – like they didn't beat anyone in the top eight. Somehow it gets a win in the eight. I still I don't know how that worked last year. Yeah. Uh, they, they have brought over Aiden Tolman from the Bulldogs where he, got, he gets out of the Bulldogs pack and into a little bit more with Aaron Woods and Andrew Fafita, uh, young Brighton Nakora, uh, handsome Toby, Toby Ruboff. Yeah, it's there's a lot. There's been a lot of stories coming about how Matt Moylan's in the fittest career of his life. He's training the house down, which is great to hear because I love Matt Moylan in full flight. But uh, hamstrings, yeah, paper hamstrings. You'll never know it. Interesting pickup too. I've just found out Josh Hannay has joined the coaching staff, so he's moved from the Cowboys down to the Sharks. Former Sharks old boy, actually. He was playing club footy for him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, guess, I think. There's a few. Their, there's paper, a, their, their roster's still paying for what there's Hazlitt. They had too many big money contracts. Mm. Well, and it's starting you, to pay for it now. I think this is the last season where I think the Sharks can get away with those big contracts because a lot of them are coming off. So yeah. they've got Sean Johnson's coming off contract this year. So he, he, he's got to come back from Achilles injury. I think Andrew Fafita, Aaron Woods, they're all on big money. They're coming into their la- they're coming into contract year essentially to try and get yes. a contract for next season. So it could be a it could be a sliding doors moment for the Sharks in a sense that if both Sean Johnson, like if Sean Johnson, Woods and Fafita don't like perform, it's sort of the case is like do you offer John? I'd I'd still think that Johnson's still the key buy. Like you still need him there. You could probably yeah. off. You could offload the two props. Yeah, you need like you do need a good. You do need now this modern NRL. You need two capable halves. You can't just rely on one. And I don't like Chad Townsend at all. Oh no, his Twitter game's fucking awful. Yeah, well, not even that. Not, not even not even that. He's just a dickhead. Like I just don't. Yeah. I just. But th- that's the thing. He's got a two year with the player option, so he's not going anywhere. So even if he gets shipped out at any stage, he can play that player option to come back yeah. to fuck with the Sharks, which that was under John mm. Morris, but it was also decided upon by the board. I feel the the I think the sentiment is they need to make the finals and they need to make a finals win. Yeah. So if that's the case, if not, John Morris might be feeling a bit of pressure from a certain coach to come back. My theory is John Morris will be the first coach sacked this year. That's your, that's, that's your take, is it? Yeah. That's the take. And uh, I think Ronaldo Matula, Matuli. Matuliano. Will play for Origin. He's going to he's gonna crack him, is it? I think so, yeah. Right. Well, I, he, he was, he was, he's always been in the emerging squad, hasn't he? Mm. Right. I, I don't know. To see any, there's no real, like, I'm look, like their squad... Hasn't really changed it much. They've, yeah, literally, it hasn't changed a thing. 
Right. Yeah. Like it's like, like I said, I think this is the last year. Like I don't know if there'll be like there's too many this good is, teams at the top where they this can't. This is the really- last year of their finals window. Yeah. For a bit it's, anyway. Yeah, it's and, closing but, uh, big time. And, and it's not going to be as if they're going to be like challenging the Panthers or the Storm or the Ra- Rabbitohs or whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's basically finals or bust. If they don't win a finals match, you could probably say Morris is on his ass or under pressure for next season. You've got him going this year. Does that open the door for a certain coach to come back to the Sharks? Yeah, they've got they've got a love affair with him, so um, yeah, if that's they've got a love. I just don't. I I really just am turned off by the Cronulla Sharks. Yeah, I'm the same. I don't- Paul Gallen really poisoned the well there. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I just, that's fair. Like he poisoned the well again today with his stupid press conference, like calling um, a former heavy world champion bitch tits, but like. He's like the Sharks are actually an enjoyable club in their past, but Paul Gallen's pissed everyone off to the point where they've you become like the modern them. day. They've become the modern day Seagulls. I'd rather root for the Seagulls than the Sharks. No, don't do that to yourself. Both suck. Um, <laughs> where do you have them in the ladder, mate? I've got them um, finishing thirteenth. Thirteenth, so they're not even going to make the finals. Yeah. There you go. I'm going to probably put him in as a six just because I think the squad is too good, especially with Sean Johnson. Like if Sean Johnson is Sean Johnson at his full potential, obviously an Achilles injury is nothing to sneeze at. Like on his day, he's one of the best footballers in the world. So I think with the squad they've got, obviously last year to do it, I reckon I'll put them as six. That's a very pushy six to be fair, but I think they're one of the first teams to actually – kick this year last team for this evening or today anyway if you're listening on a Thursday which you would be the premiership favourite premiership favourite South Sydney Rabbitohs they're going to be tough to beat oh yeah they're, they're, they're going to be like we could have been, like Adam Reynolds is playing for his, the rest of his career at South this year yeah and that's a sad thing to be saying like that man deserves to retire he's another foot he deserves to go out like John Sutton. Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, no, he's he's yeah. a one man club in my pool. I, I would, could never see him in another jersey. No, so, but yeah, mate, like, they're gonna be they're gonna be unbelievable this year. I, I think Latrell is at his peak. Which Cody is Walker, sp- is, he's got a chip on his shoulder about all the things people have said it to him about um, rep football. Mm. We'll find out if that's true again. But like club club football. He is a chance to win the Dalian this year. I like it. I don't mind it. I think it's. I think it could be between him and Munster for the Daily M. Yeah, right, I, and we'll, and we'll go. Both we'll, of them are going to take that game to another level this year. And we'll go into that next week on the season preview on the Thursday. But like, they've lost James. Like this is these. This is the losses for South Sydney this year. They've lost James Roberts to West, but that was a contract and a, a personal issue. Braden Burns is gone. Ethan Lowe's retired due to medical reasons. Uh, they lost Corey Allen of the Bulldogs, who turned into an Origin player. Uh, they also lost Bailey Sheeran, and we mentioned go to the Warriors and Jack Johns. Jack Johns, yeah. Um, but they have picked up a couple of decent players, probably notably Joey Arrow from the uh, Titans, which was basically all news last year. But Panthers winger Josh Mansell has come over to South. 
He's going to have a massive – talk about a man who's going to have a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, and also the last like last sort of interesting signing, he won't play much of a role this year as Benji Marshall. Yeah, and even Tao Tai Moga, great backup centre. Yeah, it's – South Wayne stacked. Bennett's doing what he does well. He's doing what he did with the Broncos in the early 90s. He's just stacking the team. So if there is an injury crisis, he's covered every position. Yeah, and he like last year he unearthed some fantastic like young players in Keon yeah. Kolomatangi, Jackson Paulo, Stephen Masters. Like I don't know, it's like the only thing well, that'll rob South Sydney is injuries again, like they did last and year state with of losing. Origin. Yeah, state of origin with mid year this year. Like if Latrell is humming and he does not get for New South Wales, there's some big bloody questions to be asked there. Yeah. But and um we're not gonna dive will into Dane that. Gay guy. Well, will he will he bring his origin four back to South? He did. He did bring in the other day. There was an article he, saying he's 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 sick of the myth. He he's, he reckons there's no joke. He just a, yeah. I think he's not as bad as everyone says he is. He's quite. He plays with his heart on his sleeve like every week. Yeah, he like he loves he loves showing up for the Rabbitohs and he loves like he loves playing footy. Like who does it? Yeah. But. Like obviously the results are there because of the try scoring. That's essentially what it is. Mm. And I think him being, I think he was put outside on the wing with who was it, uh, Campbell, Campbell Graham. Yeah, Campbell yeah. Graham in the centres. Like that to me meant no made no sense, but it did at the end. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, like this is an exciting team. Like this, is, they're they're banging down the they're banging down the door. Oh yeah, like this is the year for them. Like, for me, anyway, I've got them minor premiers. Like, I've got them going I've, one. I've got them finishing second. Yeah. But I think it'll be a Storm Rabbitohs grand final, which we've all been wanting to see for the last five or so years. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to go that way. I'm probably going to reveal mine next year, uh, next week. But, yeah, I Bunnies to lose this year. Injuries will get them, if anything. But the side is stacked from top to bottom. You got the New South Wales hooker. You've got a um, you got a New South Wales five eight halfback if on his day if he gets picked. Obviously, that's not going to happen with Bumchin at the seven for New South Wales. Latrell at his power is basically Greg Inglis. Like the comparisons are there, but Latrell is forging his own path now, which is fantastic. Yeah. And it's which, good. It might I reckon he'll free him up more. Like he's worn the burden of being called the next. Very English for uh, since he came into the comp. Yeah, but that like that's any young player that comes into the league. Like you've like that Joseph Suwali for the Roosters. Like ridiculous. Like the comparisons with that. Yeah, like the Broncos have had the next three Sunny Bills and Jordan Ricky for feeder and some and someone else. Like it's yeah. it, it. The comparisons suck. Anyway, so I've got him first. You've got him second. Any other takes other than the Daily M, or have you got anything else? No, I've got um, Corey, Cody Walker being in the top three for the Daily M. I might even put that on. Nice next week when I do early pre early early prop bets. Yeah, that's I, my take. I have to sort of reserve till next week, so I'll leave that for then. But mate, that's the next five teams. Our ladders are starting to shake shape, which is fantastic. I need to alter my ladder. <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss. We'll discuss yeah. that. Other news, mate. We've had obviously a couple of days between uh, episode drops. Uh, probably the biggest one that literally just got dropped. 
only about two hours ago. Uh, Jerome Hughes rejects the Warriors to remain with the Storm until 2024. Took less money, left money on the table, you'd say? Uh, I don't think so. I think I think that Storm players realise that the money may not be there, but the success is always going to be there. Yeah. And what they've got at Melbourne, like no Cameron Smith, Coco, Cooper Cronk, no it's a, it's Billy Slater. To, to forge their own thing. They've moved on and they've got Harry Grant, who obviously has gone down with an injury, but they've got Brandon Smith, but Harry Grant at the nine. You got yeah. Jerome Hughes, who's now locked in until 2024. You're Cameron Munster, who I think may be off contract or next year, and Ryan Pappenhausen. But then like, you've got a stacked forward pack. A, like, a it, back line that's just built for speed. You've got depth on the bench. Yeah. Like, they've got the New Zealand hooker on the bench, for fuck's sake. The only thing they're going to struggle with, like, the Storm is losing Dale Finucane to a calf injury today. Yeah, so he's out for six weeks. So that's that's yeah. going to be very interesting. Bit of a reshuffle for Bellamy, obviously, with Harry Grant going down with an MCL for four weeks. But holy dooly, like every year it seems there's a couple of journalists that say, yeah, this will be the year that the storm falls the off. This burst. is it. Yeah, the bubble burst. But, nah. man, I can't, I can't see it. I, I genuinely cannot see the storm leaving the top four for the next five years at all. Like they've they replaced they've replaced the Broncos. Well, we're replacing the Storm essentially. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's probably the biggest news today. Other news, obviously, Brisbane and Melbourne are in a shit fight over Dave Donaghy's contract for the CEO. We've got an interim CEO at the moment. Carl Morris, our chairman, won't shut the fuck up. Saying Chris Chris Johns and John Carter are punched on and Caxton just. Just a slight disagreement. It's just a slight disagreement. Joe off and Gowie firing shots at Anthony Seabold today, but like... Also, that's another one. Seabold needs to get off the media full stop. His yeah. quote was, he was a target because he was educated. No, you're, you were targeted because you had the shittest the team last the year. There. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't... I just honestly feel like those people are in a bubble... Well, that's the key word of tonight, bubble. Yeah. Like, it's just very tone deaf on what, like, just read the room, maybe just take a breather. Even though he, I think Seabold's a consultant at Newcastle, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till the game plans come out. Oh, fuck me. But, um, yeah, it's just nothing. Like, we got the Joseph Sawali chap. Will he be eligible? He's growing. I don't, like, I watched his highlights. They weren't. That breathtaking. They weren't like Green was playing in a full strength Queensland Cup game at seventeen, busting the field over. He wasn't busting the line. Mm. I honestly don't think we'll ever see a GI ever again. Nah. Like it's like he's I think the hype's there because he's had a manager probably since he was thirteen. He's had people blowing him up. Like Cooper Cooper uh, Quade Cooper was blowing up um QPS. Yeah, QPS. Oh, no, no, GPS, sorry, Jeeps. GPS, yeah. yeah. Like, I just think he's had his family, he's had everyone around him blowing him up, and I think he might struggle when he comes to playing with men week in, week out. It'll be interesting. Like, I've always been of the uh, the saying, is like, if, you are, if you're good enough, you're old enough. 
Like yeah. I, 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 I subscribe to that in a certain sense. I don't know. Like he played against men on the weekend in the North Sydney, like colors. He yeah. sort of handled it, scored, he scored two tries. The biggest issue is they're trying to make him exempt so he can play. And yeah. I think that I think that's the bargaining chip is like get him to play early enough so he can commit instead of going to like Rugby. union. Yeah. Which I think is a bunch of bullshit anyway, but here the not there. We'll talk we'll touch on the Roosters next week because they're Didn't a very Josh Hannay get exemption a long there was a Cowboys player Ru- a long time ago. Rules rules have changed so freaking much. Yeah, he was much. 16 or something when he played. There was a Which Cowboys it, player who was 16 when he played. Yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. It was the same for Ben Eichen playing too. I think he was fairly yeah, young too. And Brad Brad Fittler, yeah, that's a great example. Yeah, yeah I I don't know. Like, I think it's a lot. It's just it's literally clickbait, just trying to stir people up. So. Moving away from NRL, the other probably the two biggest stories over the couple of days: JJ Watt signing with the Arizona Cardinals or the Arizona Texans as I'm calling them now. Yeah. Holy shit. So just to, just to make you realize he he's 32 in a couple of days. <laughs> he's the same he's the same age as us. Oh, and he's fucking worth about 100 million times more. Ridiculous! Like he he signed the he signed a pretty hefty contract with the Texans, and he finished up as a free agent. He signed a thirty-two million dollar contract. I'm pretty sure twenty-three of that's guaranteed for two years. The Texans are cooked, man. They like they let him go on his own accord. He could have easily gotten a second or third round pick for that kind of cash. Yeah, like it's like, just it's. And they're fight. They're keeping their head in the sand about keeping um, Deshaun Watson. And there's a good chance Deshaun Watson will just sit a year out. Yeah, which, he'll take his money. He'll take his money and just walk. Yeah, he'll do. He'll do what Andrew Luck did essentially. He said, "I got my money. I'm done. I'm going home. I've had yeah. enough." And it's it's like the Texans are being run by a former pastor who started as yeah he started as the Texans pastor or church. Guy, I don't, I don't fucking know. He's now running the show. Like it's got to be the most American thing of all time. Yeah, like, makes no fucking sense. Um, JJ Watt, good on him. Like he, 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 he deserves he, a chance to win. Yeah. Oh, and that Arizona side now with D Hops, um, Kyler Murray, who's who plays well. He's his only hindrance is his height. That's it. He yeah. moves well. He throws the ball well. Larry Fitzgerald still not dropping catches. Is he still playing? I thought he retired. Nah, still playing. Jesus Christ. But yeah, with JJ Watt there, like they've got a very decent core of players and they're going to make that division, I think, very competitive because they've, the Ra- they've got the Rams, they've got the Seahawks and they've got San Francisco. The yeah. yeah. Like probably going to be one of the most competitive leagues besides the NFC East. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, NFC uh, North. Yeah, oh, God. Anyway, uh, Last bit of news, I think there's a lot of blowback on this, and I'd like to get your opinion on it. the Tiger Woods tribute on the Sunday at the um, the WGC. I think it's good. Like for me, he's iconic. Like this oh, is a man who brought golf. You could just say from back from the dead, but he kind of did brought golf back from the dead for mainstream media. Mm. Made it made Nike a ton of money. Started a video game revolution with Tiger Woods PGA. But, like, this is a man who's won 
one major way behind Jack Nicholson. Probably would still have had a chance if this accident. And now I think might not play golf again. But he did send out a text or a tweet that this isn't the end of him. No. So he's there to fight. Like, Which is good. Like, that, that's just his quality. Like, he's, he's come back from yeah. marriage scandals to major back surgeries, knee surgeries. Like, yeah. Losing his swing. Yeah, like he had to redevelop everything, go with new sponsors, new clubs. He's done it all. I think the tribute was like it was supposed to be well received, in which it was like you had Rory, you had uh, Tommy Fleetwood, you had Tony Finnau. They they all read Brooks, like the Jason Brooks. Day, Cameron yeah. Smith, the Aussie boys. Cameron yeah. Smith talked with his Tennessee waterfall. Oh, the, the greatest hairstyle. I think yeah. the, I think the sentiment was there, but how it was portrayed, it f- honestly felt like he had died. Yeah. Like, the, like it's. I get like it was all in solidarity with him and lo- like making sure he's being thought of. But the way it was like brought across, I felt it like it seemed like he had died. So I don't know. It's, I think like well done I to like the players. It. Yeah, I don't. I didn't mind it. Like I'm just it saying, showed it. a lot of respect. Like that was a very big respect moment. It was kind yeah. of like um, the NHL do it really good when they do retirements or thousand, thousand games. games. Yeah, yeah, they all dress up in the. They wear the players thing. It's a thing like the Penguins when Sidney Crosby did his thousand game. They all followed his superstitious tying of the skates, left left foot first and stuff. Dog days are over in the locker room. Yeah, it's just like it, I think it's just an ultimate show of respect. Like you don't get that type of stuff if you're not noticed. No, of course not. And yeah. Like, like I said, like I think the sentiment was there. Like it was a nice gesture, but like just how it was portrayed, I think it fe- it felt honestly like he had died, which is, it wasn't yeah. the case. Um, I do, I I think his pro career is done too. Like I know he says he's going to fight, but that's that's a major injury to come that's back from at, again at, at his age. Three, yeah. Like he'll be golfing with his son. Like that'll be the next woods we'll see on the pro tour. Will be son Charlie. Let's, I hope he's caddying then. Oh, that would be all time. No, That'd be so good. Yeah. And I, I, you probably could see that happen. I, I can definitely see that happen. After I saw the father-son comp that he did when they were playing Justin Thomas and his father, that's yeah. just that's just the goal. So, yeah. But other than that, mate, I haven't picked up anything further in the last three days that we haven't, well, haven't really recorded or looked oh, at. Oh, Liverpool are back. No, they're not. We won. <laughs> we got Chelsea Friday morning. We fucking do them scum. And we're back at the top four. Good on you, mate. We beat Burnley. Do we beat Burnley? Yeah, you beat them 4-0. Attaboy. See, like, I'm, just, I'm off a cliff oh, with EPL. We could, we could have a chat about that uh, multi I told you about earlier this week. Go on. The one where I had the Chicago Blackhawks, Celtics, Knicks, Lakers, um, Suns, and then I cashed out when the... Charlotte oh, 15 points <laughs> with um, three minutes left of the fourth to just win $140. And then they go on with something like a 16-4 run and end up uh, winning. And the payout was going to be about $830. Actually, the first time I ever cash out. The most oh, well. cowardly thing I've ever done gambling. Yeah, that's not ideal, mate. I. Like when you started rattling off those names, it's like I'm pretty sure you've told me this or you sent me a photo, but my brain has been mush. Like I just, like I said, it's month end and everything's like going, everything's moving. So, uh, anyway, 
I think that will call that for this week, mate. Good effort by us. Two shows. Not bad. Yeah, first one. Yeah. Oh, we've got plenty more of the coming. Um, so like like we said, next week we'll touch on the top five from last year and then Thursday next week, season preview. We'll talk Broncos. We'll talk season preview, round one. Couple like a week. Multis. We're a week out, dude. It's going to be awesome. I'll be going to round one until the, when they start releasing the tickets for the first game. It's painful down here. They haven't announced the crowd capacities yet. Right, and I've got my membership tickets uh, yesterday, so I will be going next Friday night. So you expect photos from the old barn up here at Suncorp. Other than that, guys, thanks again for listening in. Once again, if you haven't subscribed, make sure you go do it on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Yeah, wherever wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Make sure you subscribe. Leave us a like, like, leave us a rating, five star review, get a bit of chat. Thanks to the latest review. Oh, actually, it wasn't latest. It was back in October from our friend in New York. Thanks again for that review. Other than that, we'll be back. I think we're going to do Tuesday Tuesday next week. We did say Monday, but due to a few events on this weekend, we're going to hold off, record Monday, and drop Tuesday. So anything else? Anything we've missed, mate? No, that's about it at the moment. So I'm looking forward to it. Footy's back in a week and have fun with the engagement party this week, mate. Oh, yeah, I'm dreading. Got a few tips. Look for the, get a couple of the boys in on a $200 um, quarter and pay off, pay off the wedding. Pay off more than just the wedding. Jeez. Might actually fly into the wedding on like a helicopter or something, something extravagant. Anyway. Uh, it cost $750 to do that. Oh, I could do that then. I'm within range. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that is, that's enough for this week from Off the Back Fence. Thanks again for tuning in, guys. Say goodbye, Coombsy. See you, guys. And thanks again, guys. We'll speak to you next week.